You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, October 24th. This is Ariel Sullivan with the top news at this hour. Blue and White Party leader Benny Gantz has begun efforts to form a government after receiving a mandate to do so last night from President Reuven Rivlin. Gantz said he wants to form a broad liberal unity coalition and would reach out to all sectors of Israeli society. He said he aimed to avoid an unnecessary and expensive election. The Blue and White negotiation team is scheduled to meet on Sunday at Kfar Makabaya with negotiators from the Likud and Israel Beitenu parties, respectively. On Tuesday, talks are scheduled with representatives from Labor Gesher and the Democratic Union. Gantz agreed in his conversation with representatives of the joint list that they would meet in the coming days. Gantz has 28 days to try to form a coalition government. He spoke by phone with leaders of the political parties, including Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. According to the Likud, Netanyahu and Gantz agreed to meet in the coming days. Netanyahu stressed he is representing the 55 members of the right-wing religious bloc he forged after the September vote. Avi Nissenkorn of the Blue and White Party is to be appointed to the head of the Key Arrangements Committee in the Knesset, currently held by Likud M.K. Miki Zohar. The change is automatic since the mandate to form a coalition has been given from Likud to the Blue and White. Jared Kushner, the special White House advisor on the Middle East, is expected to visit Israel on Sunday and meet with the Prime Minister. Kushner is also slated to meet with Blue and White leader Benny Gantz at the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem. It will be the first meeting between the two. The Trump administration has said that it would publicize its so-called peace plan of the century after a new Israeli government is set up. In Samaria, the border police forces, together with civil administration officials, demolished a number of structures and huts erected at Shiva Haaretz Hill near Yitzhar. These structures were not used for living, but contained equipment such as tables and chairs, which were confiscated. Leaders of Yitzhar blasted the move, saying it was a brutal price tag move in response to the stoning of soldiers by hilltop youth at the site over the weekend. The civil administration said that two illegally built huts would be removed and that enforcing law was done out of operational considerations. The Law District Court this morning has convicted the young Jewish man who was involved in a 2015 deadly arson attack that killed a Palestinian child and his parents of being a member of a terrorist organization. The court had already accepted last May a plea bargain convicting the man, who was 17 at the time, of a radically motivated conspiracy to commit a crime and vandalism. Today's separate conviction was for being a member of the so-called Hilltop Youth, which the court said seek to instill fear among Arabs while damaging their properties and risking lives. The youth, the youth will be sent to more psychological examination, after which the court is to decide if it is to convict him of the charges that he has admitted to. He was not named since he was a, tried as a minor. IDF forces have demolished, again, the home of the terrorist Islam Abu Hamid, who murdered Duvdevan fighter Staff Sergeant Ronen Lubrowski in May 2018. According to Palestinian reports, the family had rebuilt the home in the Al-Amri refugee camp after it had been demolished in the past. The family had built two floors and were working on a third floor, and IDF bulldozer destroyed it all. Clashes broke out during the operation. 
Lubraski was killed during a raid when Abu Hamid dropped a stone slab on his head from a rooftop. The assessment in the IDF is that a number of homes of terrorists have, that have been demolished in the past have been rebuilt. These two are to be demolished again. A red alert was sounded in the northern Gaza periphery settlements this morning. The Iron Dome launched interceptors, but the IDF said later it was a false alarm. The weather outlook, intermittent showers accompanied by isolated thunderstorms, mainly in the north and along the coast. Tomorrow, no significant change. Maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 23, Tel Aviv 25, Haifa 24, Beersheba 28, and the Nilat going up to 31 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. Thanks.